Hello and welcome into the Hefner I Care Studio. It's another episode of your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. Got a lot to break down for you guys. We had a great NFL wildcard weekend. Who would have thought that these games would have been that close and there would be these upsets? But uh, the NFL scriptwriters got, yeah, they were, they were busy this weekend. Uh, going to break all that down and then we're going to look forward to the divisional round in the NFL but before we dive into all that, make sure you follow on any streaming platform or service at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers Ampersand Brats. And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And this is sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Go to your eyes check. Schedule your exam at 405-728-8853. So, Cole, didn't, I mean, on this podcast last week, I said there were four, I think four for sure victories. I think I got, I got San Fran. I got Buffalo, I got Cincinnati, I didn't get the Giants in Jacksonville, but I mean, even my for sure victories, they all would have, could have been losses besides the 49ers. Yeah, you went 3-2, and two. Uh, and I, I think the game, the Jaguars game, I mean, I saw... The Jaguars game, I, sh- I should be 4-1 and one right now, that doesn't even count, that doesn't even a count, 27, man. 27, 28-point comeback, that's, that's insane. Uh, we've only seen that twice in the last ten years. Was the other one like Chiefs Colts? I mean, the other one was Minnesota Colts five weeks ago. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about in the playoffs. In the oh playoffs. yeah, Houston was up twenty-four to zero on the Chiefs two, two, three years ago in the playoffs, and the Chiefs came back and won. They came back in the second, in the first half, basically. I think you see twenty-point comebacks. I, don't, I wouldn't say often, but I would say it happens. A numerous times throughout the season, but in the playoffs, no, that does not happen much. Well, it's just hard, especially. I mean, full half, a team hadn't done anything. Uh, you're rolling twenty-seven nothing, and you just put the brakes on everything. You don't score any points. I think you run the ball four times. You get negative one total yards in the second half, and then you do miss a field goal, which uh, would have given you the win. Uh, in that game, but I mean, let's, miss. let's talk the two point conversion for Jacksonville. You're down thirty twenty. You go up. You go. To, you score a touchdown. Five forty four was it left in the game? And you go for two. Let's talk about that call. Everyone is saying Doug, I did not like it. I Doug, didn't like everyone's it. saying Doug Peterson is the MVP of Wild Card Weekend. Are we just going to praise him if, because it went right? Like, if that goes wrong, we're saying it's he's at the very bottom. You know, yeah, like, it's that just, game. I don't know. I, I just think you can't put him all the way at the top for that. Um, although those picks were on him, and he did control a locker room that was, you know, kind of at its worst moment at halftime. So he did some great things as well, but woof. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence throwing four interceptions in the first half. I, he had five total, I believe, to win a to lose a football game. Did he threw five interceptions. Yeah, he, he had five turnovers. Maybe one might have been fumbled, okay. but to have five turnovers and still win a football game after being down twenty-seven nothing, that that just shows very poorly on the Chargers. I think more than uh, positively on Jacksonville to come back and win that game because. There is no reason in hell you should lose that kind of football game. But they keep their head coach, too. Uh, Jacksonville goes on uh, to the next round. They get to go play in Kansas City. So Wait, did, did any game 
surprise you? Giants, Minnesota. Giants, Minnesota. I mean, all these games surprise me. Miami putting up 31 at Buffalo. Uh, Seattle keeping close. The Dolphins had a defensive touchdown. So the Dolphins had one good offensive drive. The last touchdown of the game, they were down 24-34. And they score a cheap touchdown. They go go 75 yards. But they, 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 they didn't do anything. They had many opportunities where Buffalo turned over the ball on their side of the field and they couldn't, you know. Thompson couldn't go 38 yards, couldn't go 28 yards, couldn't go 41. Like, they were settling for field goals, and they had easy opportunities to put Buffalo away, and they didn't. It was too many times. Miami should have won this game with how many turnovers and how many times they got the ball inside of plus territory. It was just, uh, I mean, you have Skylar Thompson as your quarterback. Um, They used their playmakers a little better than they did that last week of the season versus the Jets, but uh, maybe if... Mike McDaniel isn't blowing his vape pen. They can have a better game plan and uh, ultimately win that football game. Uh, but, but that game was surprising. The end result wasn't surprising, but how close that was with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback 100% was. I mean, the Giants winning 31-24 in Minnesota, I, I should have seen that with primetime Kirk Cousins uh, playing football. Uh, that uh, Mike Dable, coach Daniel of the year Jones, right there. Daniel Jones is just getting himself a ma- massive contract. He might have, I mean, and he went 24-35 for 300 yards, two touchdowns. Ran I mean, for another 80 yards. Yeah, so, I mean, he's really an, he's a super under-the-radar quarterback. I don't know if I'd want him still to start my fantasy or to start my football team. I mean, if he can go on maybe a deep run or even win this next round, I mean, hey, maybe he gets this massive contract and people are – People are finally maybe taking notice. I'm not on that bandwagon right. yet. I'm not putting Daniel Jones in the top in the tier above yet. There's, I haven't watched the Giants play on Sunday. I, I mean, who would watch a Sunday game of the Giants? But knowing what I know of Kenny Pickett, I think I would rather have Kenny Pickett over Daniel Jones. And a lot of people might. I may not me. go. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I do not so know I, that. I guess I gotta watch Daniel Jones a little bit. I mean, because I'm, I'm a fan of Kenny Pickett. I am a fan of Kenny Pickett. So we'll we'll see what his career looks like. But Daniel Jones, I just, eesh, I don't know about him. I'm not sure about Danny Dimes yet. If he can go in and he can go beat the Philadelphia Eagles on the road in the divisional round, I will be high on the Daniel Jones horse coming into next year, and especially the New York Football Giants with Saquon. And Mike Dable coming back. I mean, what a great hire that was. Apparently, I mean, this team is only is this team is nine seven and one though. So I mean, it's not a great record. They snuck into the playoffs, but overall, very impressive season for a team we didn't think would go far at all. And against this Minnesota team, it was thirteen and three going into that final uh, playoff game, getting the number three overall seed. So a big upset there. San Fran, Seattle. Seattle kept it close the first half. I think it was 20-17, 17-17 going into halftime, something like that. And San Fran just put on the gas. 41-23. Brock Purdy, 18-30, 332 yards, three touchdowns. Geno Smith, uh, great first half, 25-35 overall, 253 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. This San Francisco team, I mean, it's – we're going to get San Fran and the Eagles in the NFC Championship, I believe. 
and that is going to be a phenomenal game. I th I think whoever wins that game has a strong chance to win the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, but the one of those two teams could be the favorite going into that Super Bowl weekend because this San Francisco team with Brock Purdy at the helm is looking like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. It's looking like that kind of team. This is going to be a great Super Bowl. Like... You know, you just said the two NFC teams. I agree with you there. I cannot imagine, you know, just last week on the podcast, I said Jacksonville can make a run at this thing. Yeah, I think Jacksonville can make a run at this thing if Baltimore ends up upsetting Cincinnati. They don't necessarily have to go into Kansas City. They go into Buffalo. They get they, they compete better with Buffalo. But, no, I don't, I don't see them going to Kansas City and... Uh, taking care of business. Even if Kansas City is like, oof, the bye week, the we're not necessarily ready to play. Jacksonville coming in hot. Uh, even if Kansas City starts off slow, I I believe they they finish strong. We talking about San Fran. How did you get to Jacksonville? You switched it up on me, bro. I said San Fran. We we talked Jacksonville in the beginning. Okay, well, let's <laughs> go back to San Fran then. I feel like we wrapped up on San Fran, but okay. I mean, San Fran is taking care of business. I literally, yeah, I'm, I was talking about Super Bowl matchups and what you know, what to think of the future. San, yeah. San Francisco and the Eagles are going to take care of the NFC. I think it's going to be Chiefs and whoever you get in that. We other are not game, there. Yet. We are not at the predictions yet. <laughs> we are not at the predictions. You start yet. talking predictions, so I just start. Talking I said one of these two teams will be Super Bowl favorites. That's that's all I said. All right, and then Baltimore Cincinnati finish the nightcap. I mean, Baltimore was fingertips away, an arm extension away from tying Cincinnati, going to overtime, and possibly winning that football game. Tyler Huntley balled out, man. Set, uh, 226 yards, two touchdowns, one interception though. A lot of uh, rushing yards, but. Call that balling out. I mean, to keep this team where you should have had a chance to tie and go to overtime, I think that that's why I meant balling. The one turnover, I mean, the team should have won. If Three they interception, no. If if he doesn't extend the ball out like that, this team wins that football game. I think I that one hundred percent. That was ruled an interception, not a fumble. It was ruled a fumble, so I guess he had another interception. So. No, but if he doesn't extend that football out like that, Baltimore is going the divisional round. One hundred percent. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. They should have just uh, ran it with J.K. Dobbins. I don't know why they were not giving J.K. Dobbins the ball, man. Only 62 yards. Um, what J.K. Dobbins said uh, after the uh, loss just shows how bad of a locker room the Ravens have it right now. Blaming Terrell Huntley, saying if Lamar was there, they would have won that football game. He needs to get the ball more. Uh, that's a broken locker room, if you ask me right now, in Baltimore. And this team... Should have gone to the visual round if it weren't for that play. And then if maybe if we just have a little arm extension out there, they go to overtime. No thoughts on that? No, I mean, I just – I'm not scared of Baltimore for the future. I think the locker room is broken. I think – <laughs> it could be shaking up, man. And this, their their off season could be crazy. Their off season could be changes at quarterback, changes in the coaching staff. Like they're, I mean, they could shake uh, up a lot, or they can, or they could stick to their what they have and give it another year. 
I don't think Harbaugh's gone, and I mean, you have Lamar miss. I don't think Harbaugh's gone, but I think Harbaugh is going to change a lot of his. Yeah, you have assistants. You have Lamar miss basically most or all, most of the season, and they still go ten and seven without Lamar. Um, Lamar is due for that contract, and you can look at it as a Baltimore Raven fan saying, "We're one play away." We're, we're one game away. We're one play away from going to the divisional round without Lamar Jackson. So maybe you're like, eh, we don't really need him. Or you're like, yeah, sign this dude up because if we get Lamar Jackson, we are going to the Super Bowl. So you can look at it either that way. I think they're looking at more of it as if we get Lamar back, this team is going to the Super Bowl and we keep it intact. Maybe add a few defensive players or another receiver. Uh, and there you got J.K. Dobbins come back for another healthy year. So I think that team – is has a lot to look forward to in the future. In Cincinnati, um, maybe it was just a bad weekend. I mean, all the top teams in the NFL had pretty bad weekends in the, <laughs> in the in the wild card uh, games. So now let's look forward to the divisional rounds. We got some good matchups. First game on the slate Saturday, three thirty p.m. Central Time on NBC. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Kansas City. Cole, who you got in this one? Chiefs. Yeah, you, you don't really need to <laughs> elaborate more than that. <laughs> it, it's easy. Chiefs. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, we can elaborate more. Do you want to? I mean, I'm fine leaving it at that. Like, we we pretty much said what we think of these teams. Yeah. We uh, I think Jacksonville can make a run. It's going to be hard to do that against Kansas City. <laughs> it's going to be hard to do, especially with this... Chiefs team has been there so many times, and then you still got Andy Reid. I just Kansas City needs to get Travis Kelsey more involved. Listen, I, you know, you know, I, I didn't say this on the last podcast about Jacksonville. I guess I can't elaborate on this. Kansas is going to win this ball game, but Jacksonville has a lot to look forward to. All those offseason additions they made, it, it panned out. You know, you. You won a lot of games at the regular regular season. You came into the postseason hot. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, who you hope to be your future quarterback for a long time, he has a playoff victory. He has a divisional round against a $500 million quarterback. That is great experience for the future. So, you know, if you somehow go out and defensively get some stops and turnovers and make a shocking upset, then great. But if not, like... Take the experience. This is something I wish Kenny had. <laughs> Take this experience and go get better for the following years. You're talking uh, a lot about a quarterback who's gonna be riding a bench next year. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think so. I I, I, I think Lawrence is not uh, Lawrence Pickett. Kenny Pickett is not gonna be riding the bench. Come Why on. Why would man. Trevor Lawrence be riding the bench? Why would I say that? <laughs> you you have talked bad about Trevor Lawrence. This whole year, you then just because he had one, like then he you, shouldn't have won that. He had five turnovers. You pulled up his stats the other day and was like, "Oh, I guess he hasn't been bad. Twenty-five touchdowns, eight picks. I guess he's been close to Herbert." You've been talking bad about Lawrence. All I didn't year. say Herbert was that good. Mahomes had forty-one touchdowns compared to twenty-five for Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor this is, Lawrence this went out in big, his first playoff game and threw five interceptions. This is a big bro. difference. Five interceptions first I playoff that. game. I, this is a big difference. Shouldn't have won that game. This is this is a big difference of skill. And Trevor Lawrence has got to just learn something this game. Just learn something. 
Take it, take it for uh, for your forward career. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be hard going into the number one offensive uh, team in Kansas City, number one overall, number one passing, number one in points. <laughs> Jacksonville is a top ten offense. But What's their rushing? They average 115 yards, so 20th, middle of the pack. Okay. First in passing defenses. Jacksonville is just abysmal on defense, but yeah, you got to. Uh, Etn involved, uh, Christian Kirk, and Trevor Lawrence can. If Trevor Lawrence has one one turnover, if he has two, it's completely over. One, I think it's over uh, for this game. So Trevor Lawrence has to have a perfect football game if they want to even make it close. I just don't see it. Too many offensive weapons no, for Kansas he, City, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Perfect. I think I if mean, he has two one turnover, what if two turnovers? He's done right. No, Doug Peterson, listen, he can coach this game. If he wants to earn that number one that he was ranked for a wild card reason, uh, he'll earn it if he can come out here and, I mean, if you go into the fourth quarter and and I can say Jacksonville has a chance to win this game, to me that's a positive. And if Doug Peterson can put his team in a position, hey, 15 minutes ago, let's go do this thing, then, yeah, he's – like, I think he's a long-term solution. I mean, that's just... I mean, yeah, I, I would talk positively about him then. All right, Saturday. So we're both going Chiefs on that one. And then yeah. next game on Saturday, uh, I, we got the Giants at Philadelphia on Fox at 7.15 p.m. Central. I I think Eagles pretty pretty handily in this one. I like the Eagles a lot. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm there with you. The Eagles should... Take care. I mean, I think the fan, a fan of yeah. us, would just be like, "Yeah, Eagles by a lot." But this is a division game. These teams know each other. Eagles did beat them it, twice already. It's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be dirty. It's gonna be, you know, kind of a back and forth game, one way or the other. I mean, especially with Eagles will take the care Eagles of fans. The Eagles fans are insane. They are. Insane. Uh, but yeah, the Eagles beat the Giants both times. They've been in these close games. Uh, Eagles have led in 13 of their 17 games at the half, and they're 12 and 1. So they've only lost once when leading at the half. New York Giants, have, they don't lead. They don't score first, and they don't lead at the half. Uh, when. Giants have only scored four, first four times, and they've only been leading at the half six times all season. So if the Giants want to win this football game, they have to get out early. They have to put up points early because otherwise you can count them out because the Eagles, what's they their, get out early and they don't blow leads. What's their record in those six games that they led at half? Five and one. Okay. And the Eagles are 12 and one. So whoever leads at the end of this half – at the end of the first half, has a great chance of winning this fall game because they don't really blow leads uh, when they have him after one, after two quarters. Uh, the Eagles' offense, third in points, fifth in rushing. Or this is going to be a rushing attack because Giants are fourth in rushing, Eagles are fifth in rushing, so they're both right there offensively. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a fast primetime game. 
Yeah, Eagles just, I mean, if you're the Giants, you have to guard A.J. Brown. you got to worry about Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. I mean, those two guys are both over 1,000 yards on the year on the year receiving. Miles Sanders over 1,000 yards rushing. Hurts, um, 22 tutties, 3,700 yards. Daniel Jones, 3,200 yards, 15 touchdowns. So Daniel Jones has to have, I think, a pretty perfect game. I think he can have one turnover in this game and still be fine, but I think the Giants have to have a pretty solid game plan, and they have to score first. If they're not scoring in the first half, they are not winning this football game. So give me the Eagles in this one. I'm taking the Eagles as well. All right. Two, both two and both, both picking two. Ah, whatever. We're both picking the two same teams so far. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. on CBS Paramount Plus. We got Cincinnati at Buffalo, which uh, rematch of the game that we didn't get to see a few weeks ago due to the unfortunate events of Demar Hamlin uh, in Buffalo. That this game is going to be awesome. This is going to be a phenomenal football game. Uh, two versus three. I, I I know a lot of people like Buffalo. I mean, Josh Allen. The both these quarterbacks, pretty much the exact same stat line. Josh Allen, forty two hundred yards, thirty five touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Joe Burrow, forty four hundred yards, thirty five touchdowns, twelve interceptions. So both are right there, uh, even with each other. Uh, it it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun game. Fun receiving core for both groups. Uh, you got Jamar, T. Higgins, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Buffalo's second in points with 28. Top 10 offense. Uh, top 2 offense, top 6 defense. Cincinnati a top 8 offense. So both these teams are pretty evenly matched, and I think it's going to be so much fun, especially if we get some snow. Both are 5-0 and in their last five, both on 8-7 and seven game winning streaks. They've been in a lot of close games, and neither are really good when it's close. Uh, both teams like to score quick. Cincinnati, when scoring first, they are 8-0, Cole. 8-0. So, or 9-0. 9-0, I meant. So, if they if they score first, I think you can put in the bucket. Cincinnati's winning this football game. And I'm going to go Cincinnati in this one. Buffalo is a five and a half point favorite. I'm 100% taking Cincinnati in the points on that. Yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati in the points. Listen, uh, do I need to say it? Say it. This game should be played in Cincinnati. I think so too. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, that one did not go too well, but this game should be in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati will take care of business, though, either way, and show that they were the better team. So, me and you both have Cincinnati winning this game. Wow. Both going kind of upsets on that, especially as a five-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, some of these other – as we didn't go to the other spreads, Kansas City, eight-and-a-half favorite over Jacksonville. Taking that? No, I'm taking Jacksonville, eight-and-a-half. What about Philadelphia, seven-and-a-half? Giants, seven and a half. All right. All right. And then nightcap, 5.30 p.m. Central on Fox Sunday night. We got Dallas at San Francisco. San Fran, a four-point favorite. I mean, if Dak and Dallas is balling like they were last week, I don't know about that four points uh, for San Fran. Who you got in this one? This game should be good. Okay. These Sunday games are going to be good. Uh, San Francisco, I'm moving the spread from four to minus 11. 
I'm going with San Francisco big. Big, massive three point three touchdowns. Yeah, three I mean, touchdowns? yeah, I mean, my I had nerves against Seattle because oh, Brock Purdy, the experience, his first playoff game. It it was a first half experience. He came out that there in fourth quarter and he lit it up. Uh, he's got the team behind his back. He's a leader. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm confident in San Francisco. Just going all the way. And so I think they take care of Dallas pretty easily. Confident because you got that money bet too. <laughs> right listen, on. <laughs> listen I, I'm confident in the first bet hitting. I hope that I can cash it out then because I tell you what, my my March Madness bet, uh, my March Madness team is not going to pan out most likely. <laughs> well, San Fran 8-1 and one at home. Dallas only 4-4 four and four on the road. Um... San Francisco has won 10 in a row. Yeah. San Fran has won 10 in a row. Uh, both teams are really good when leading at the half. Dallas 8-1, and one, San Fran 9-2. and two. Uh, Neither of these teams have been in seven-point games. Like, San Fran's only been in three seven-point or less games, and Dallas has only been in six. So these teams either – I mean, San Fran either gets uh, blowing people out or Dallas either gets blown out. <laughs> That's how it goes between those two teams. Uh, so don't really know what they – don't really know what to expect when both of them are in a close matchup. San Fran has the number one defense and number five offense in the league. They are just too much. And Brock Purdy, man, Mr. Irrelevant is balling like this. What? I don't understand it. I'm trust, I trust him over Dak Prescott. Uh, Cowboys got to get your receivers involved like he did. That is against crazy San, to against say. Tampa. <laughs> yeah, we are at that point where we are trusting Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott. I know. Come on. I know. Uh, Dak, you got to get Schultz, CD. Let Tony Pollard run the ball, guys. Give it to Tony. Get him open in space with some little out routes. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is just way too much. Seven hundred forty-six yards since he joined the team. Uh, Ayuk, Debo, Samuel. It, too too much for Sam or too much on San Fran's side. Give me San Fran too. Damn, we we both went we both went the same picks. Yeah, four yeah, and zero. Four and zero on that. All right, let's move into on this day in history. Nineteen eighty or nineteen eighty three. Uh, the Olympic Committee Olympic Committee restores Jim Thorpe's Olympic medals. Goat the goat athlete of all time. Two thousand thirteen. Lance Armstrong admits to doping. 2013, it's been 10 years since Lance Armstrong admitted to doping. That's crazy. And then 2008, tell me what famous show debuted. Oh, One Tree Hill. (laughs) I don't know when that was. No, Breaking Bad debuts on AMC. Mm, Breaking Bad. Great show. Great show. Great show. Perfect show. And then got some birthdays to give out. Happy birthday to Dolly Parton. Buzz Aldred, and then my cousin Edgar Allan Poe. Some good birthdays out there. All right, let's move into the final segment. Who are we sharing our burger and brought with Cole? You want to go first? I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Dermont Kennedy for coming out with a awesome album. Y'all need to go listen to Dermont Kennedy. So. Never heard of him. I'll go check that out. Yep, check it out. Um, Name of the album is Sonder. So. Right. Well, I just want to shout out to all the listeners of Burgers and Brats, especially uh, Haley Brower, great listener. Uh, 
love our burgers and brats listeners and followers appreciate you guys you guys are what keeps us making our podcast and our content so thank you all share my burger and brat with you guys all right anything else to add uh before the nfl divisional round kicks off nope all good let's have a great weekend of football and let's go 49ers it's going to be a fun weekend that sunday those sunday games are going to be great great football to watch all right everyone thank you all for listening Make sure you follow or stream on any platform at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers and Percent Brats. And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all. Take care. Stay safe.